everybody, and welcome to Shared Insights from Upland BA Insight on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and today on the show, we're talking about upgrades. Ogletree Deacons is a law firm specializing in labor and employment, and over the last few years, Chief Knowledge Officer Dave Boland and team have been working to move from SharePoint 2010 to SharePoint Online replacing their old enterprise search and integrating the firm's search needs under one banner available on a wide selection of computing devices. This meant, of course, integrating search across document management systems, client matters, intranet content, firm expertise, and more, and doing it all in a simple, seamless interface. Oh, and did I mention they were to do it all under the cloud of a global pandemic? Today, I sit down with Dave Boland alongside Sean Coleman, our Senior Director of Operations, to talk about the Ogletree Project, the BA Insight Partnership, and lessons learned along the way. Thanks for joining us on Shared Insights this week. We're glad you're here. Dave Boland, welcome to the show. Let's get right into it. You recently completed an upgrade to your intranet. Doing this at the scale of one of the largest labor and employment law firms representing management has to present, I imagine, an extraordinary lift. Can you give us a sense of the project from a high level? What were you living with and how did you know it was time to move? Yeah, I appreciate that, Pete. And um, it was a heavy lift. It, it not only entailed an uh, upgrade from SharePoint 2010 uh, to move to the cloud. So that in itself was uh, a big lift. Uh, but it also was clear to us that we needed to replace our enterprise search capabilities and upgrade that into the cloud and integration with SharePoint as well. We also had a chatbot uh, that needed to be upgraded. So by the time you add all of these pieces and parts together, it was quite a significant lift for the team. Now, I know this was part, as I understand it, of, of Ogletree's digital transformation strategy. How does the overall strategy play into what you've accomplished? You know, I, we have really referred to this project as a digital workspace, um, that this is really the primary engagement channel with and for our people. Uh, this is where they start the day. This is where they have access to, um, to the various uh, resources that they need to do their daily activities. It's also the place where they will collaborate with others as well. And so as part of that digital transformation, it's taking away some of the barriers that existed, requiring to be on a firm laptop, requiring to be on VPN. It begins to untether things that make that experience not only uh, an easier uh, and better experience, um, but also uh, it facilitates us our, our ability to move quickly um, and improve our velocity. Okay, that you you've just said a couple of things that I want to uh, uh, dive in on a little bit, and the the first of which is the migration to the cloud liberating you from some legacy technology, including all the way down to um, individual equipment that you give the attorneys. Have, are you already starting to see uh, dividends being paid on on this? I would say we are seeing dividends, but it is a slow process. Um, our most advanced and technology astute attorneys are really thrilled with what's available to them. And it's a sense of freedom that they have to be able to leverage or use their 
uh, mobile devices, be it their tablets or their phones, to be able to get to information quickly. We're hearing, you know, as our leading shareholders, or I would say our more digitally astute shareholders, um, they're really excited about the path that we are on. Uh, For others, um, it's still a process. It's a learning process, an educating process that they can do certain things that they were unable to do uh, previously. And so it's trying to, to, you know, not manage to the lowest common denominator, um, but to bring those folks along. And I think that's all part of the change management process that in, in, in all candor, we're all going through as we adopt some of the advanced technologies that are so incredibly powerful um, and um, is part of a mindset um, of being able to embrace the change, to embrace a, a lot of these technologies that might not be as familiar. I'll add something onto that because I think, I think Dave, what you just hit on there, the mindset because I mean, we've helped a number of different firms, and, and I can tell you that the Ogletree project with you guys was was really transformational for us and your organization. And I think the big thing that we saw from the beginning was the mindset of your team, the team that you had put together, the focus that they had, the 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 ideas that they had around what that attorney experience was going to be for for all the attorneys, even your most technical to your not most technical. Dave's team that he put together thought about it from all aspects and really pushed, you know, to say, we need to make sure that we can have these great capabilities, but it also needs to make sense. It needs to be able on their mobile. It needs to be here. And and I kind of credit that vision and direction. I, I see a lot of firms that kind of come out and they say, um, well, we, we need search and just kind of, you know, give us the basics of there. And the basics weren't going to work at the Ogletree team. They had a vision that they wanted uh, and they really stuck to it and really drove to that. And, and I think it's it's a testament to the team that, that they put together and a testament to the outcome that they had that mindset from the beginning. And they didn't compromise. This, this is what we're going for. And we, we loved it. We enjoyed working with them. And I mean, it was great. When did you call this upgrade project complete? So we launched our beta product in September. Actually, it was September 15th of, of 21. And essentially, it had been a, a little over a year-long project. But it wasn't until about four or five months into that project that the prior search solution that had been a longstanding uh, project, candidly, a standalone project, so it wasn't integrated with the vision of the intranet or our digital workspace, um, that it became clear that that was not a viable solution for us. And so we very quickly did a hard pivot and sent out an RFP, which included BA Insight. Um, that would have been in November of 20. And in December, through a fast-tracked RFP process, we selected BA Insight and started uh, development work in January. As part of that effort, um, we actually, you know, one of the key requirements we had is that it had to be integrated with SharePoint Online uh, to be an integrated user experience. Um, and we were also targeting about a three to four month uh, window initially to get uh, search stood up. The timing actually became more dependent on the intranet project than it did on the implementation of search. And so what we really appreciated about BA Insight was the ability to move very quickly to understand what our requirements were and execute on those. And what uh, what 
move beyond the original time frame uh, was actually the, the uh, upgrade to SharePoint Online that took, uh, we ran into some complexities that had that project go out a little bit longer. At no point have you used the word pandemic, and yet you were doing a major initiative over the course of two years that were incredibly complicated from the perspective of the workforce. Do you have any uh, reflection on how it was impacted? All I can say in my head is, man, they must have had to hustle to make this work. I appreciate you saying that, Pete, because I think that the context in which this project was executed is easily forgotten or overshadowed. Um, and I came from a consulting firm background where many of our people worked in a remote status or at least had the ability to work rem work remotely. What was quite different when I came to Ogletree in June of 20, um, that was not the norm. That was not normative. And most people were accustomed to going into the office. So you've got this huge dynamic that's going on that's not only adding a level of anxiety and uncertainty into just everybody's day-to-day -day life. But on top of that, you've got people who aren't accustomed to working in a remote work environment that that is now norm. And to be able that, to do that, I just, um, I just have tremendous respect for uh, the team that I have the pleasure of overseeing to be able to adapt and to embrace new tools uh, tools like Zoom or Teams, not only for internal collaboration, but the ability to collaborate with vendors across multiple time zones in various locations, but maybe most importantly is continue to drive execution forward. When I pause and think about it, it is absolutely remarkable to have a project of this magnitude, of this complexity, and do it all from a remote perspective is just probably one of the highlights of my career. I can't, I can do nothing but second that because I, I know there are times in the projects and I've led projects for years when you got into a hard spot and the answer was, let's put everybody in a room on site and let's figure this out, right? Every, and you just like, you didn't have that. There wasn't that go-to like, well, let's put everybody on a Zoom, you know, and if we need to stay in a Zoom, I mean, this is times where where people, you know, you were getting exhausted from all day sitting on these Zooms, but, um, you know, we did, we the teams did it, your team, our team, all the teams that got into it, I think, and, and the coolest part about it is because I was in a number of the meetings, I know you you were too, Dave, was just the, the positiveness. There was so much, everything was going on. I mean, the world was flipped upside down. Um, but we saw the same smiles. We saw the same, how are you doing? I mean, even though the teams haven't really officially met in person that many times, maybe once or twice now, if, if at all, um, I think real friendships were built. And I can't wait, like, you know, we've got things coming up like IltaCon and things like that. And we're going to see people that maybe it was the first time I physically met them, but I feel like I've known them for years, right? Which is it's just a great part about the project. It really is. And that dynamic goes beyond just, oh, I've never met these folks at this, at, at BA Insight or at some of the other vendors that we were working with uh, as part of the development effort. But even internally, um, I joined Ogletree during the pandemic. Um, I had not met most of my team. And so all of that relationship building and camaraderie 
And, and I think what I hear you saying, uh, Sean, and I completely agree, is the shared vision and the shared commitment to get this done. And, um, you know, again, I'm humbled uh, by the efforts of the team to be able to execute in that uh, environment, in that context, and to do it so well and so professionally. And to your point, Sean, with such an optimism, it, it really uh, stands out. I think I think that context is everything for for a project like this, particularly when you start drilling down into the the specific deliverables of of the project. And I want to do uh, have you do just a quick rundown for us for what your what you were trying to accomplish. Uh, and and maybe as we wrap up, we'll be able to come back around because my sense is that as a result of some of these tools and technologies that are in place the post-pandemic behavior change might be continually enabled and supported by some of these tools. So that's what's that's what's kind of tickling the back of my mind here. But when we when we talk about the specific goals of your of your new search infrastructure, uh, how do you run down the the top level there? So I think it starts with kind of what the the state of our search capabilities were um, going into this effort. Uh, so there were things that we, needed to maintain, there were things that we needed to keep the lights on. Uh, so it wasn't just starting with a blank sheet of paper, um, but it actually defined for us kind of what the minimum requirements needed to be or the the minimum bar that we needed to reach before we could actually launch something out to our to our users. Um, what that entailed is, you know, previously the uh, search was a standalone experience. It was um, separate and distinct from the intranet. And so we knew that we wanted that to be a unified experience. It was actually called a separate product. And we just wanted that to be, hey, this is just the search on the digital workspace. Um, it's that simple uh, and it's that easy to understand. But part of the scope of the search needed to include um, indexing and searching across our document management system, uh, which was iManage. It also needed to include um, searching across our clients and matters, which also in entailed integrating with our financial system. Uh, we had intranet content, uh, so stuff that was sitting in different SharePoint uh, repositories that we needed to make sure was included. And then also um, being able to search our people, uh, people profiles and, and people directory, those types of things. That really became the minimum requirement for us to say we can go live uh, with that capability. And there's a lot of complexities when you start integrating with uh, you know, with a DMS system, with a financial system. And I think that's another thing that really stood out for us with BAN side is a lot of the connectors that were part of the technology made that a lot easier conversation. And to know that BAN side had already paved the way in connecting to these systems was something we had, um, something that we could rely on and had a high level of trust. The approach that we took in releasing uh, our digital workspace in September uh, was to actually release under a beta uh, positioning. Um, and then we actually ran parallel with the existing system for 90 days. And what that allowed us to do is to release something and position it as um, allowed us to get feedback from users and very quickly make adjustments on the fly and then after that 90-day period, be able to unplug or decommission the pre-existing system. Um, and so I think that was a, 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 an approach that served us very well. 
Um, it also, you know, it allows us to move more quickly. Um, and it allowed us to be very engaged with our users to get feedback and then be responsive to the feedback that we receive. Okay. And, and accessibility from different devices and locations, you've already brought up mobile. You want to make sure people can access from, from phones and tablets uh, in addition to their devices. That's right. You know, I, I have the real pleasure of working with a very forward thinking CIO and, you know, he is, we are as a firm moving forward with our cloud strategy. And so this was uh, in keeping and right in line with our, our path um, to get to the cloud. Um, and so, you know, it was really nice to, to not have to make that uh, argument or enter into a debate as to whether the cloud or on-prem was the right solution. It was, well, you know, do we want to be forward thinking and in, in how we look at, uh, you know, these challenges and what we're trying to services that we're trying to deliver to our customers or to our users? I'm looking at Sean here because he and I have had conversations over the years about the complexity of the decision to move to the cloud versus on prem. And it feels like this is the first conversation where we've talked to somebody who's the entire organization is like, we're just we're enthusiastically in favor of the cloud. We're ready. We are ready to do this. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, when, and that that was a you know when when the Ogletree team and the 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 support of the IT group and the CIO with that cloud first strategy, I think what it gives them is flexibility and the ability to deploy whatever they need. Is we we were able to, you know, if you think about old projects, right, where you're on prem. Well, okay, well we're going to do this project. David said, okay, go. It's it's January. We need something in four months. Traditionally, you'd spend two and a half months ordering servers. Like it right. spun up things like your now it's like okay the next week it's like we've got it we've got cloud resources up and operational let let's put software down and let's start configuring it um, I mean it's great when you get that way I'll, I'll I want to pitch back a, just a second on something David said because there's a really cool story to go along with the idea that they delivered the internet and the search together in one interface right and you don't know is it going to make sense is it going to be clear to people. Well, um, we happen to have a, another gentleman that I work with. whose daughter is a is an attorney at Ogletree, and uh, he so he works with this sales guy. He messages me the other day, and he goes, "This is a true story." He says, "Hey, I'm here with my daughter. She didn't know anything about being inside. Also, of course, she doesn't because she knows about OD Connect, which is." which is where our technology, you don't need, as a user, you don't need to know about being inside. You just need to know what to do. He goes, well, she didn't know how to use it. I said, well, does she go on the internet? Yeah, yeah. Does she go to the search bar in the upper right and search for stuff? Absolutely, she's doing it right now. I said, well, she's using our stuff. She just doesn't know it, yeah. <laughs> which is exactly the concept that David and team set out to do, which is let's deliver capability to you in a, in a cohesive fashion that it's delivering you what you want. You don't even recognize that you're actually using two different pieces of technology there. It's great. And to pile onto that story, Sean, I know the individual that you're referring to. And um, uh, she actually sent me a personal email within, I think it was the, the, the day that we launched. And it specifically referring to the search capability said, this is transformational. Uh, and so to your point, yeah, it might not be emblazoned with BA Insight or, you know, what technologies and the pieces and parts that we're using, because it, it really is all at the end of the day, it really is all about the user and delivering the services to, to, to meet the needs that they have. Um, so that's um it's it's a great story, and I think it I think it's great because we we tell like one of our things is 
you gotta you gotta own if you have a solution like this, you gotta own it, you gotta brand it, you gotta message it. It's gotta be a thing that people come and it's not the technology that matters, it's the message and the capability that matters, right? Deliver to that. And then, you know, the technology behind it, you know, what database is that? What is this way? People in users don't need to know that. They just need to know it works. And I think the fact that you're able to deliver something like that and pull together. And what Pete was talking about, pull together DMS data, pull together people data, pull together client data, matter data. Pull, those are like nine different systems that all have different interfaces and all this. And now the attorneys just go in what they're looking for and they get fed it in one interface. They don't have to worry about all the other stuff. That's when you say transformational, that's what I think about in the fact that that how much time we save and how much capability we drive when we do pull all that stuff together. In terms of the technology that you've connected together, as Sean says, all these different systems that you've you've brought together, um, did you were you just replacing the backend technology that actually ties those together, or do you find that this that that you've been able to connect you know more sources in this more simplified interface than before? Is that a fair question? Does it make sense? It does make sense, Pete. I think. Um... As I mentioned, we had kind of a minimum requirement or that 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 we had to um, we had to meet before we could actually, you know, open the doors or or release anything to our customers. But the thing that excited us equally, if not more, was the ability to extend and expand what search means to us here at the firm. For instance, after we launched the, the search that included the DMS, the client matters, our intranet content, and our people, um, we quickly pivoted and started looking at this area of experience or who are the experts in the firm. And that actually taps into several different data sources and begins to actually um, you know, run through an algorithm to produce Here's who, in looking at these different sources, is the answer to your search question. Who, who has experience with this, with X? Who is the expert in the firm in Y? And so that's something that we just recently released. I know we were talking about uh, what we initially released back in September, but uh, several months ago, three months ago, we released uh, yet an extension or an expansion of that search capability. And we also have the ability to include our public website information. And so our vision here around search is to include meaningful sources of content that our lawyers need to effectively do their job, that they're not having to bounce around to four or five different data systems or sources of content to do unique searches, but we bring that all in one unified experience and make it very easy to traverse across those source domains. Well, this gets to to the question about user success and, in fact, your success on the project. How do you know it was a home run? Uh, obviously, you get individual notes from satisfied users, uh, but what are you seeing in terms of um, reduction of time searching, reduction of frustration and trouble tickets? Like, how are you measuring that all the work has been, for lack of a better word, uh, worth it? So some of the feedback we've heard from our users of what they've really appreciated and valued as part of this implementation, uh, we've talked about it, but but they really have appreciated that fully integrated experience uh, baked into the digital workspace, not a separate destination. And then just the significant ease of use, um, reduced confusion, and the ability to uh, easily navigate across 
content source domains. Um, that unified search, the dynamic aspect of that has been very much appreciated. Many of our users have called out the suggested or recommended terms. Uh, we refer to that as kind of the type ahead uh, has been very helpful. Having search history, being able to have favorite searches. And then I think something that BA Insight does extremely well is the enhanced filtering once they get the search results. Um, that can even include some of the smart preview that we have for some of our document management search results is to go in and do a smart preview and even get a heat map of where frequency of terms shows up throughout that document. That's one of my personal favorites, but we hear that from our users as well. Um, and we've also found that, um, uh, again, back to the mobile, uh, people have really appreciated that they can access this uh, through their mobile device. One of the things that has been a huge benefit for us in implementing this new technology is the ability to now under see and understand user behavior. So when we got when we had a user before say I'm having trouble with search or it's not working for me, you, you don't know immediately if that's a technology issue, a user issue, or uh, you know what exactly is going on. Today, when we get that call and someone says I'm struggling with this, or I'm having a challenge with uh, a certain aspect of search, we have the ability to go in and look explicitly at what that user is doing, what they're searching on. Um, in some cases, it, it highlights to us some fine tuning, some relevancy tuning that we can do that's very informative for us. In other cases, it's shown us that this person has put in a search string that isn't necessarily what they were looking for. What it revealed to us is that they needed some additional training on how to use search. In the launch of this project, you know, through the end of 2021 and early 2022, what sort of investment did you find you had to do to, to train people up? We did a variety of things. We, we tried to, um, because folks were still operating in a pandemic, there wasn't really a roadshow uh, per se. And so we did a lot of recorded uh, sessions. We had um, live sessions that people could join and, and, you know, what you might refer to or think of as office hours. Uh, so come join us at these times. We're available to answer any questions. But I think we, you know, really in, the intent was to create some micro learnings, uh, some videos, 90 second, two minute videos that people could tap into. Uh, we also uh, had other materials, so frequently asked questions or uh, quick start cards, things like that that would be more traditional, uh, all available digitally. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, continuing to follow up with individuals, I think in, the in knowledge management, sometimes it's about, you know, uh, converting one soul at a time. And um, that that one-on-one -on -one interaction is is incredibly helpful, not only for the individual who might be struggling or learning some new skills, but really helpful for us to also know how we need to adapt, how we need to calibrate, um, and, and where we need to take action to make that a better experience. When David goes back and says, when a user comes in and didn't find what they were looking for, we look at the analytics. I mean, that's a key part of it. But when you when you when you continue to grow this, the next thing we're looking at is well, what we've realized is why would the user ask about it in that way? We never predicted that. Right. But then you peel back the onion, you talk to them and say, well, wh why did you ask in that way? And they explain it to you You're like, OK, it makes sense that 
this group of people talks about things in a different way than this group of people does. But all the content we have is kind of in one language. So that's when we start talking about, well, let's let's personalize that experience. When we recognize who that user is, we can adjust to the way in which they describe what they're looking for, which is totally different than an attorney. So when we think about, kind of goes back to what you said, Pete, earlier when it was, well, when is it done? And I immediately thought, well, it's never done. It's never done. Right? Right. It's That's never done You know, because, because first thing is done, but the next one is, okay, well, let's make it even better for this group and then that group. And what's great is that the Ogletree team, through those analytics, sees that, raises and goes, okay, we really see our researchers need help here and our attorneys need it here. And you get the flexibility to then say, okay, let's do some natural language query. Let's do some analysis here. Let's personalize these things on top of what we've got. You got the core platform that has all the data and all the access and the cube that you can turn any way you want. And now let's go right at the users and, and adjust their experience so that we continue to drive that that you know kind of satisfaction up and people going. I had no way. I, I don't know how it knew what I meant, but yet it got me what I was looking for. That's what we're looking. That's where we want to be. And that's a great point. I think it is evergreen, and and we have tried to position it that way within the firm. Uh, this is something that continually needs refining and and enhancements and adding new data sources. But you make a really good point that it allow it now puts us in the position to be much more surgical in how we do our training. Where you know a few years ago, if you did a training, you just kind of did broad brush strokes. It was the same message to every individual. Now we are able to tailor that in a much more. I, I use the term surgical because it, we have a level of precision that we've never had before, a level of insight that we've never had before that really allows us to start the conversation at step five, six, or seven, as opposed to step one or two. And that's really valued by our users. We have limited time. They're very busy. And so when we can focus those conversations on things that are most meaningful, uh, it's a win for everybody. Well, it, it sounds like it's uh, also quite a win for Ogletree Deacons, uh, winning the ILTA Transformative Project of the Year Award. It, it's a big deal for us. We were so honored and humbled uh, to be recognized in that capacity. Of, of course, from my perspective, I felt like the team was incredibly deserving, but to be recognized in that capacity is, is really an honor. And um, it's a testament to the great work, not only by the KM team and our IT team and uh, many members here at Ogletree, but also the quality of partners that we are working with like BA Insight. Last question is, is a personal one uh, for you. How did you know when this was going to be a hit? Do you remember the moment when you, you were able to sit down and do something that you haven't been able to do before and it was transformative for you personally? Part of my job is to cast a vision. And as part of that vision, I have to believe in that vision. And so I hope that's part of what I bring to my team and to our partners that we work with is uh, an unwavering uh, belief and optimism that we are going to achieve this vision. We may have a circuitous path, but we will reach our vision. And I think specifically to your question, maybe where did it begin to materialize or where did it like, where did I have this sense of like, 
Yes. <laughs> I think it's when I was able to pull a lot of this up on, you know, in even on our development uh, environment, on my tablet and on my phone. And that's when I knew we are on we, we are on a great path here um, in that we've we've got the right vision here that positions us. Uh, we're future proofing what we're doing here within the organization. I had told you I wanted to loop back around to this cultural conversation, uh, especially now that, you know, uh, we're normalizing in this post-pandemic universe. Um, uh, how do you think the behavior of your users is is enabled or changed as a result of some of the technologies you've put into place here? It's made things easier, more straightforward, and more intuitive. Um, and so anytime I can find what I'm looking for in one experience, and easily navigate to that content and take all the questions out of having to know I need this login, this password, or, oh, that's over in that product over there or this product over here. But it brings it all together and it's personalized. And so um, it's gone a step beyond just the centralization, but it's taken the additional step of, of personalization that's bringing forward things that are most relevant to them. Um, I, I need knowledge management to improve signal to noise. I, I need you to um, bring forward those things that are most relevant to me based on what you know about me so that I don't have to filter through, you know, the the wheat and the chaff, so to speak. Um, and that's a journey. I, I don't think that's something that we have a long way to go still uh, in, in being able to do that. But setting that that distribution channel in place, that personalized experience and digital workspace, having that in place now allows us to take full advantage of some of that capability. And it allows us to move now at a velocity and a, and a gear that we've never had before. And so having the flexible technology allows us to make connections that we wouldn't be able to make. And advanced technology is going to help us do that and help pave the way for us in that regard. I think one of the key things that I've seen out of the OD Connect tool, right? And, and if you think about just the way things used to be versus the way things are now, it's that it's that speed to value or execution or my my job, right? So how much time am I spending getting ready to do my job versus actually doing it? And then when I'm actually doing it, can I get to a quality decision faster, right? How do you get people to a quality decision faster? You bring more data to their fingertips. You bring data with context. You bring it, you wrap it around experience and you wrap it around all the other things that you've got. So it didn't take, I didn't have to go to all these different systems to do it. And then when I asked my question, I got fed all these other things. It's, it's all of that, you know, speed to value or speed to deliver what I've been tasked to do is like the key point of what they were able to pull off with OD Connect. And, and, and it, it is tremendous, right? You build a framework now that now, now that almost becomes table stakes. But it's like, well, of course I should be able to get in here. Now, what can you do for me? And I think, Dave, that's what we're, we're hoping that you come up with the next thing to help us get there. Because we're counting on <laughs> You know, in looking at just uh, the first four months of 2022, we've seen a 20% increase 
as it relates to engagement on OD Connect, our digital workspace over last year. Um, the numbers of the firm haven't grown substantially. And so when you look at a 20% increase of the number of daily, average daily visits that we have, that's significant. Our chatbot today is answering on average about 160 questions a day um, and answering those in, in a um, meaningful way that's getting people answers that they need in a very quick uh, response. And we're seeing almost 900 searches on average conducted each and every day. And so the numbers and the metrics that we're seeing are, are really solid. That search is roughly four minutes in duration. So um, that's a tricky metric to look at um, to see whether that's the right number or not is tricky. But when we look at successful searches versus unsuccessful searches, we're really encouraged by what we're seeing uh, the user metrics to reveal. We're thrilled to hear uh, the success and the change inside the organization and uh, just deeply grateful that you are here talking to us about it today. Thank you. And on behalf of Sean Coleman, our Senior Director of Operations uh, here at Upland BA Insight, uh, we appreciate all of the time and attention to everybody who has downloaded and listening to this show. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next time right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.